Welcome to the Chronicles of After Hour Necrophilia. A fanatical adherence of absurd creeds, its crimes spring from its fanaticism. A goliath of stolen words, mind control techniques, and madness. A nightmare system of evil in progress, the last resort of delirium. Things people should not know or see in the light. Adult sinners in the business of self-destruction. The innovators in body dilapidation and pleasure exploration elegantly improving the disapproved of daily. And now, to the show. Good evening, it's 8.45. This is All Right Radio, and I'm Francis Quarles, your host of Oddities from Now Till Then. This is now. In East Timor today, a tiger got into the home of one Dr. Dandelion. It proceeded to eat three of the kitchen staff before making its way to the library for a light read of a romance novel and slipping out an open window. The authorities, as you should be, are on the lookout for a man-eating tiger with a literary appetite. The Queen of England will be visiting the Longdongjukchungha Commonwealth of the British Isles. She will be enjoying a light lunch of donkey fried chicken and then getting extremely stoned with Oliver and Wendell. Mum had such an exuberant time on her last visit, she has made extra time to stay on this one. Hope to see you, not see her. It's 9 p.m. This is All Right Radio in Bashful Johnny C. I'm Francis Quarles, and this is Oddities. That was then, and this is now. Transgender Tender Tammy says all gays, as he himself her, call her a noun or pronoun, turn her frown upside down. Now for the news. Trump is in the White House, Democrats are in the outhouse, and poor people are without a house. Remember, this is the world's largest plantation, and you work and live on it, and you exist on it. I'm your peasant, and I approve this message. Now, back to quarrels on All Right Radio. Outsiders' dark minds have contrived in their halls of thought a monstrosity of mythic proportions to doom us all. It hunts as well as haunts our thoughts, killing the us inside. Killing the us inside our mind, leaving the rest living, going about our daily routines, mindless in motion, what a notion. Next it enslaves the soul, selling it to the king of spirits to be used by the spirit to feel the sensations of earth without the soul. The spirit feels nothing, imprisoned in the mind, waiting to be set free upon our death, hoping to make it to heaven, that which we call hell. The spirit king is unable to enter Helden, a soul's only sanctuary. This knowledge was revealed to me by my conscience during a heavy DMT session, now using all in my power to make sure my soul is freed, stopping the spirit king's reign, ending its power, freeing the soul and securing the spirit where it belongs. We need the allocation of meditation, not medication, in our already sedated nation to which we are losing relation. Freeing ourselves from mental constipation is the eradication of indoctrination without hesitation. America and freedom need your participation to stop the recreation of our nation. Time for perspiration. Remember the Emancipation Proclamation. (laughs) 
dream opens. At this moment in understanding, because time is lost, we have all to spare. The Marlboro Man and the Incredible Hulk deep in conversation in the kitchen, and from the dark I could hear an incredible schlepping sound like a boot leaving the mud. I turn on the light. The hamburger is on the couch teabagging Alec Baldwin from the back. I can see his little hamburger balls disappear, then reappear and disappear and reappear. All of a sudden, I was deep in a bidding frenzy for an autographed picture of Sandy Duncan with her glass eye at Liza Minnelli in Gorbadal's yard sale. Jan Michael Vincent, glistening with oil and a golden speedo, tells me Airwolf is a babe magnet. That's how these two nude, red-headed, schizophrenic Siamese twins with a stutter held together by freckles that formed the Liberty Bell on their backs, cracking all, holding hands with Ric Flair doing pelvic floor raises over hot rocks and flip-flops with no socks. Brian Adams and the Fonz stroke their cocks and watch the Aztec mummy fight robot men from Manos. Brezhnev in blackface. Sings jump down, turn around, and pick a bale of cotton. I awoke to a tug on my line. I had been fishing for a tapeworm and my Mars bar bait had been struck. Felt like the old man of the sea. This could be the big one, I yell. Mujahideen for the spice. Warner Brothers taint paint the Animaniacs while Dot the sister was taking all comers. A one-eyed unicorn named Ding Dong sold tickets to a growing crowd gathered around my invention. The second in the line of genius. The first was the junk drawer. Now my masterpiece, the peephole. These will make me rich, just as my pizza in a cup idea. It's 5 a.m., and this has been a message from the pregnant teenage delinquent prostitute mothers of America. And now, Beef Chest Adventures with Max Girth. Welcome to now, and later. This is now, soon to be later. The queen will visit a tiny island, the most wonderful orgy with the Animaniacs. Dot the sister was taking all comers. A one-eyed unicorn named Ding Dong sold tickets to a growing crowd gathered around my invention. The second in my line of genius. The first was the drum drawer. Now my masterpiece. The people. It's 5 a.m. and this has been a message from the delinquent teenage pregnant prostitute mothers of America. And now, MSG Theater. I was sitting, listening to the predictable gun control rants, when it came to me as the white rabbit said don't just do something, stand there. It is in the nature of reactionaries to react, but very often the right course of action is inaction. I'm fully aware that to do something we have to do something that argument is not without merit and usually accompanies passion. One side wants to immediately take away the guns so they can't do any future harm saying that this would not have happened if we would have taken action sooner. The other side says that guns are not the problem. Then they throw statistics and facts out on how more Americans own guns and crime is actually going down. Knowing that legislation against gun control would not have stopped, for example, Stephen Paddock in Vegas. I hear cries that it's time for Congress to get off of their asses and to do something. The problem is that that something is always gun control proposals. Now at the center of this debate is the wonderful Second Amendment. What's missing is that the Second Amendment is the argument. I understand that in circumstances such as a massacre people cry out for immediate action, but no matter what your personal views are it's still true that our constitution prohibits the kinds of things that this group wants. Immediately they will talk about the second amendment and it being obsolete, this is of course factually untrue. According to the constitution the second amendment is not obsolete until and unless two-thirds of both houses of congress and three-fourths of states agree that it is or through the constitutional convention method as detailed in article 5. 
Again, this isn't even my argument. It's the constitutions and like it or not, that's important. Unfortunately, it is very common to see the requirements of our constitution being completely disregarded. In California, it is almost impossible to get a gun license unless you're a police officer or security guard. And then you have to pay upwards of $400 in fees just to submit an application that will certainly be rejected. Does this seem like it interferes with your right to keep and bear arms? Yes, it does. And that should bother you regardless of whether you personally happen to favor these kinds of rules or not. If you believe that it would be safer to eliminate guns from the hands of the public, that's fine, but you still need to view your activism through the lens of constitutional process. You need to be lobbying legislators to amend the constitution rather than lobbying officials to create laws that disregarded the constitution. Because the constitution always matters and you can't just say except on this issue. Then really what you're saying is that it never truly does because you yourself have already stated that exceptions are okay. Either the document has integrity or doesn't. Either it has the power to protect our freedoms or it doesn't. And to me that seems like... This is what I remember out of my delusions of madness. I indulged in considerable extravagance. Young, vain good-looking, rich, and uncontrolled, not to mention witty and obliging. It's this combination of things that carries us into my darkening madness. It was around the year yesterday and the pleasures I partook in up and down the Golden Boulevard, forsaking the body but continuously feeding the mind, the noise, the music, the drugs, and the alcohol along with the strange mix of pleasure combined to give the soul an air of enchantment that enraptured me. And this is where the delusion started. For five months, I lived hundreds of lives and had hundreds of thousands of delusions. I was never too sober, never too quiet, continuously a philosophic man of letters. I can't promise anyone a thing about whether the experiment happened or didn't. Day after day, fortnight after fortnight, I surrounded myself with ladies. I don't remember their names, only my opportunities. Making no haste, but being obedient and vigilant, I laid into the sessions for several days of quantity unknown. There were smiles, there was fear, apologies, and there were prayers. There was recovery, obedience, and even some suspected trickery. One scampered away into the night. Many other antidotes are related, which even though they may be a little exaggerated, are nevertheless worth preserving. My spirit, which during this period sang on in a dimension of tunes, my mind filled with subject, sometimes would yell out, am I dying a madman? Inquiring with amazement to the nothing, ridiculous laughter would overtake me, and I would try to negotiate with my ridiculousness. It would only leave me to my fate, so good-spirited, I went on to perish at the hands of this madness. And I succumb only to my own self-influence, that I've been influenced by my own mind, highly pleasing, rapid perversion, laxity of morals, open vices, pernicious love of iniquity, the assassination of class, the hangman of virtue, no mother of regret, 
in a world filled with parts of strangers, beds and stables. I persuaded zeal to contrive the means to make scotch. I waited on my knees as if at an altar. Success, I have no adversary. In this state, they started to call me the Duke of Prosperity. I love their haughtiness, but remain gentlemanly and gave much respect, even though I objected. Their offense, nobles trying to lavish themselves with undulating cringing, time for good sense and good breeding. Lucifer's opinion of me disguised itself in advice representing follies to be contrived. Driven to the very brink of insanity, I continued without counsel, my only means of preserving tranquility in myself. A fresh attempt at an outstanding feeling, smashed between evil and the slightest confidence. In a short time, I measured the effects as enormous superabundance. Excited to continue the experiment, I dressed myself as a person from the West Indies. Contrary to the advice of my friends, I created a sort of super alter ego. I called myself two and a half percent. I felt ten times the value toiling and sweating among the multitude on the streets as I comfortably carry my liquor in a silver flask. My character is an instant success in sighting the patrons on the streets. One person even opened fire, another hit me with a stone. I laughed and called myself the ex-chancellor and tossed silver coins at them as I ran through the streets. I continuously heard passers-by yelling, poor fellow, popular madness is surrounding me. The multitudes were pouring out their anger, which I received gladly. Eight handfuls of unguarded barbiturates and a shot of liquor. Together it was a powerful escort. I became quite amusing running through the streets yelling, am I dying? And am I dying? Kill me, help me, kill me, and murder, murder. A servant of the church believed me to be possessed. A Jesuit persuaded me to leave the streets. I decided to take his advice and sprung into my carriage and asked my hackney coachman, imagine me to some place, my memories change. And I was brought to a library for beggars. I rejoice in the knowledge that there is no remedy for this so-called distress. A haggard child asked me to become intimate with the wife of a librarian. How it happened, I will never be able to recall or explain. I just know that I blamed the whole thing on myself. I appeared January 1st, yesterday, with safe speculation. I can say I never overstepped my bounds. I don't know if that's the whole truth. As those words fell from my lips, the rumors in my mind started whirling. The majority of me was thirsty. I seized several pints of lager and eloquently stated what no one was listening to or paying attention to. I was on my own same side. Still higher visions of intimacy danced before my eyes. I became a foreign potentate on a ship of pleasures too numerable to count. Feelings of ecstasy blast my body. I lost track at 400 million erotic things I did. 
My eagerness became frantic. The midsummer divided itself into two directions. I must choose my course wisely. Before my eyes, as the king of Spain, I wanted to set sail for Peru. I chose to go right. Bubbles of both sexes, persons of distinction, males, females, people having sex in taverns and coffee houses, ladies with the same purpose and schemers and haberdashers. I am the king of Spain. I am a man of fortune sailing sackcloth on the South Seas and the global tavern as the king. I published a proclamation declaring it illegal under penalty of law for you to be a public nuisance due to sobriety. People were telling me that I was deluded and called me Lord Justice and started to assemble around me, yelling, Lord Justice, Lord Justice, Lord Justice. A list of nefarious projects was handed to me, and I said, not at this time, as I yelled out, carrying on is not allowed in my kingdom. You are subject to the majesty's laws, no more doing things on behalf of others. And then I invented dominoes that you, so that you could have something to play. The majesty's game. Ten days later, I came to with a fall to the ground. I woke to the unquestionable maxim of where am I? What will be next? Without delay, I was being insulted and apprehended by a poet. The first thing he said to me was, I will make sure you have a clean shirt before your trial. Trial? What trial? I was thrown in front of the judges of misfortune, and they addressed me through several loudspeakers. You have been charged with and found guilty for being wise and high, for spreading this dangerous conflagration. I looked upon the contrivers with villainous scorn. My delusions had found me guilty? Last call in this tavern of madness. Resolutions were needed, and I was very angry and animated. I wanted satisfaction. Their practices were declared to be corrupt, infamous, and deranged. Now I'm back amongst the menacing mobs. My delusions and madness start to expire. The more I am exposed to the increasing trouble in my mind of being here, now in this disastrous time, legislation pounds of punishment and oppression. There's a national delusion here. Is this my madness again? Is this my delusion? This is extraordinary.
want none of your faint approval, none of your faint dispraise. To hell with Christianity, to hell with Islam, Buddhism and rationalism. I want blasphemy, murder, rape, revolution, anything, bad or good, but strong. I will free man from all restriction. I have exposed myself to every form of disease, drugs and evil acts of violence. I have brought myself to delight with sexual taboos and dirty disgusting acts of debauchery, devouring human flesh. I have mastered every mode of my mind and made myself a morality more severe than any other in history. One thousand years from now the world will be sitting in the sunset of Sashaism, and they won't even know it. Life is a struggle within ourselves, the reality we are either trying to suppress or highlight. Most times it's soul versus spirit versus mind as the heart referees. The repetitive I don't know where I'm going and I don't know where I came from questions that become a song of sorrow that you sing to your heartache. It blossoms into your despair, the belief that you'll never find love or never be able to stop loving. The understanding of no one really cares, it's humbling. The answers you will find, the lessons learned, patience, courage, wisdom, strength, truth, understanding, and justice. Blessings that will take you far enough to reach the end. Care and console and find comfort in the mercies and graces of love. Always give an encouraging word and try to keep the peace in the air around you. And may your soul whisper the good deeds to your heart, calming your life, allowing you to find the peace you seek. Fools and dreamers, brave and wise, between the gates of heaven and hell, come from grief and torment, with wrath, hope, and wonder. They march on to try to turn the bitter into sweet. Their cries are on the wind, hope be their desire, toil for their bread. The only leisure is when they're dead. They dwell together through fair and foul weather, uncherished and unseen living their lives over broken dreams, for today or tomorrow brings fear and sorrow. Beyond the point of no return, deranged with hunger, the ghost of love latched on to the rhythm in my heart. I could see my breath as I closed my eyes and prepared for the great cerebral hoedown. Children of the sun fed me tranquilizers dissolving who I am. A nomadic smoking monkey sitting at Samsara City Station, sick to my rational depth. The eerie orchestra played Life Has Value as I sit in the temple of conspiracy theory, reading from a book called Once God Wasn't Silent. But he no longer watches the human show, our Shangri-La circus left in infinity. Amunaku, the mysterious, changed the script. Myth killers crossing the Rubicon towards the nexus of completion. They sailed on chemical waters, feeding off the dreams of planet Earth, until eventually dreaming the dreamer. Lost in the seven worlds of the healer, monochrome digital skulls, grand unification theory, twisted and began the end of my journey back to my small, strange world. Like a spiral in the sky, arranging my mind, soft rain, thunder, my heartbeat, child's play, 
a shirtless bastard on ecstasy at the psychedelic club trying to get out of the Indian sun, now hollow with weird memories that tigers are blue. Day after day, I ask, is anybody out there in that urban forest listening to the old tree that talks? Picture on the horizon, breaking, squabbling gods made of holy fire, wrangling and disappearing into dreams of delirium. Divine droplets of conscious thought allow unmentioned dimensions to unfold outward on the other side of the sun. Lost intoxicated angels in harmony bend cosmic fractions into memories of this moment. The lost brotherhood of prayer housing fairy tales and legends that can't find names wait for the last king of crimson as he kisses the darkening labyrinth of my mind. The last missing picture dissolves in space and time. War yawns. Graveyards become art. Wasted erotica. Unconscious in your own world. The rights of man shot into the abyss. A famous manifesto of revolution is now a comic. A collection of memories of angels, aliens, and apes. Bronzed and silicone objects, not people in front of me. TV allows one to have contact without discovery. Enveloped by the overwhelming out of reach infested with personality problems based on fear and hatred, without a complete personality themselves, becoming suspicious, hostile, maladjusted, and psychotic. Now living, existing, too arrogant and too dumb to think of anything other than fight, unable to think on any other level. Their genes, evolution, they're maxed. Ah, I just have to walk away. My mind touches my emotions like a raw nerve, Tears touching on an angel's face. Confused and absurd, my mind still misbehaves, gnawing endlessly at my senses, growing in silence to fill in the loneliness, inversely thinking, never slowing. Is it possible for suicide to be spontaneous? Is this the final result of my sickness, my stigma, my illness? They never told me the symptoms of suicide, just like they never told me of cancer or diabetes. The cause that will cause one to end his life in his pain, eventually breaking no form, no therapy, suffering, too many people encouraging them. There is nothing inspirational in my spirit. There is no shared hope, no journey with the away. I sit and I watch the moon till I turn 30. I would lose myself in a few dreams and I stayed awake as long as I could till the stars would burn out. I was looking for the one that glimmer is something I didn't want to complain about, even though I felt like it. I was drinking sand. I wish I could have spent more time with me. Going cold, time is growing near. Do you feel that breeze? I feel like a kite. Sorry if this makes you sad. Where I'm going to, I'm finally pushing that cloud aside. There's the sun. I will remember the very best today I almost had. Man today is an appendage to the machine. Its maintenance, his substance restricted almost entirely. Man becomes a commodity, burden and toil increase at the speed of the machine. Now enslaved by the machine, lost is the individual to despotism, its end aim petty and hateful, all the more embittering. It is. All our instruments of labor smashed to pieces, ablaze. They vanish into the machinery. 
Wise oracles in language, ancient philosophers of thought, we have given ourselves superstition, not wisdom, tyranny, not freedom. None can comprehend. We are bound by chains and nightmare. Awful awaits despair in equal proportion. Opportunity baffled by the great leader. It's all dilemmas, precautions, and profound silence throughout mankind. Hollow servants build terraces to ivory towers, covered by ivy. Their voices to cause a syllable of trouble for the imperials. They disappeared before they lived, before they died, never pursuing life in earnest, saying it was not worth the trouble. They threw away the laughter, the accomplishments, the opportunity to fail. True beauty, family, friends, tender passion, and love. Not to mention the country which was falling at their feet. In their confusion, who will be the first to break the silence? The astonishment heard around the world while we wait. The day grows old. Sunset fills the evening. A bright day we had. Darkness at last. And the twilight of weakened decision, groping through the problems of life's errors, losses, failures, successes, and reasons, wrongdoings that wasted years, haste for things to be, grappling with what might have been across the things that are. I made up my mind. Goodbye, solemn past. I live at last, far from the dying, filled with love and comfort, free from all my soul's fears. We whose duty is wakefulness itself, pure of spirit, rid you of this nightmare which you struggle against most tiresome. Breathe freely and rest well, for one might ask how, when, and why did this malady of antiquity, religion, attack us and corrupt the people. Religion is an inversion of truth and the denial of perspective, which bypasses the fundamental conditions of life for millennia. We innocent, gullible, and frightened souls, fearing God's wrath and the devil's vengeance, succumb to this ecclesiastical oppression, causing magnificent tension of soul, mind, and body. This distress makes it hard to see future goals, which aid liberty and enlightenment, in turn easing distress itself. At birth, you are given the bow. Life is the arrow. You are the duty. Together, do you have the will to aim it? Life is a hazardous enterprise, strange and perplexing, filled with questions. Questions, a long story. It's easy to lose patience with it and turn impatiently away, forgetting to ask questions ourselves and leaving it up to others to do so for us. Losing the value of will, always looking for truth. Why not untruth? In your illusory path to Interzone Books presents... The Chronicles of After-Hour Necrophilia A fanatical adherence of absurd creeds, its crimes spring from its fanaticism. A goliath of stolen words, mind control techniques, and madness. A nightmare system of evil in progress, the last resort of delirium. Things people should not know or see in the light. Adult sinners in the business of self-destruction. The innovators in body dilapidation and pleasure exploration elegantly improving the disapproved of daily by Stan K.Y. Backpassage printed by Collider Press written at the Panorama Bar in Berlin 1932 The Institute Particles obtrusive interfere with my minutes of sleep 
The chemical Koch brothers whisper speed matters in circles around the abstract beaver shot on my computer screen. Wild hours spent in the love removal machine dealing with the problems of luxury. See, I'm just an amateur mining the grid in the hanging gardens where the sky was stolen. So go on, escape into the negative reinforcement falling from your dreams. The cult of angels looking over frozen souls in the experimental motion graphic of life called the electric black bottom. The divided mind of the modern man has become agitated, fanatical, doubting, and satirical, his rational ability fading, and agony is his awareness. He moves about his solitary existence as if in cold interstellar space, around tyrants, coercers, and sorcerers. He moves among great enemies, but his strength is in his aloneness. His ecstasies become ironies, his personal passions become prayer. We're such rugged individualists in the 21st century. The flesh and spirit become separated in the wilderness. No longer is it body, soul, and mind. Wisdom can no longer count on knowledge to find it. Life becomes hard to decipher. Cruelty from kindness, from coldness, dispassionately wanting to know for the sake of knowing, not searching for truth. In every age of revolution, a good deal of the old still remain. We can no longer wait, for they're detached so-called truth that is sinking the West. Never knowing the wholeness of mind leaves them open to trickery and intimidation. The labyrinth of their lives is in front of their eyes. They do not see nor fully understand the notions floating around in their brains. The dark draws closed on these servants. A hopeless voice in view struggling in the infinite gloom on a world suffering catastrophe plunged to ruin and destruction, a living sacrifice in the temple of ghosts. I bear my affliction patiently. Society is becoming indifferent to the good in life. No longer is there right or wrong, useful or harmful. Now it's a mixture of hedonistic and utilitarian views. Unable to insert the ethical conception diminishes the moral factor to a minimum in God's forgotten far-off foster children. The dwelling place of being hijacked held captive by the eternal personality of God. Man is condemned and punished in the divine light shackled to the forbidden tree of knowledge. Humankind needs to rediscover the radiant light that emanates from the most outstanding and potent phenomenon in the world, ourselves. It is time to put down the ceremonial performances and deepen our insights and interest, and to remember the fabric woven of many chief fibers that make up our being, truth, honesty, purity in accord with the testimony of conscience, which feels the sense of obligation to duty and righteousness. This transmission has been interrupted by the World Data Ethics Center. It is unauthorized and not profitable to this regime. Remember, citizen, there is no power in choice. Opportunity is wrong, evil is good, wrong is right. My blessed inhabitants of my economy. Where have all the midwives gone? that help birth the adolescent love for wisdom, the wisdom that will help them free themselves from the apostles' guilt and prepare them to look at the nagging big questions and ignite their curiosity, confounding the keepers of the temple. So they may stand and say that to believe in an incoherent congeries of concepts in grammatical sentence form is to self-deceive. It is impossible to believe an incoherent claim as this demonstrates. 
Because the only thing that can come from nothing is God, and God has the ability to make matter with just the act of thought and will. For the love of future humanity, help them to collar this hound of heaven, so we may eliminate the mental agony that escorts resentment. While others believe and worship you for harboring doubts, will be damned as inadequate by others. Christians in the church, for you will understand that there is no joy in the Redeemer, no ecstasy in the house of the Lord. You will not feel any of the hypnotical certitude in salvation. Alas, I hope to help the youth to become seduced with the smell of books, knowing knowledge is tempting foreplay to philosophy and the facility of freedom from having to believe the unbelievable, to have your mind wonderfully liberated and affirmed as normal, having washed away the grime of guilt unnecessarily occurred, resulting in a chance for a free life.